This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, we start. It's like, it's like, get the You need to wake him up and you need him to know where it is, so... Um, Okay, so I guess the topic was about learning Be'iyun, and some people find it the most frustrating part of learning, some people find it the most interesting part of learning, um, but uh, less than the public, whatever you find it, you, we need to understand, like, why do we do it, and what it is, and so on. So let's start with the Rambam, always a good place to start. <laughs> and um, the Hilchas Talmud Torah, the um, it's it's built part of it is certainly built on the Mishnah, but part of it is his own Chiddush. The only the only achron that we really have that has on Hilchas Talmud Torah really a, 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 a halacha sefer is the Balatanya. The Balatanya in his Shocharoch and Shocharav has a real section of the Talmud Torah, which is you don't find anything else, and he. Um, he works around, there's no real Mechabah, so he works around the Rambam, and um, he, ram- he amplifies some of these points, and some of the points are his, but let's see the Rambam inside. Rambam says this is going also on in Gemara Kedushin, his old thesis for next year. The, um, so until when is a person to learn? So a person needs to learn Torah always, no, no time restrictions. What are you supposed to learn? So he says, You need to divide the time that you're learning into three parts. Shlish which includes all of Tanakh. Shlish and the third part of his time, he's supposed to use to understand the end coming from a beginning. That's sort of the literal taich. The result from the cause. And he should extrapolate from one thing to the next. He should use analogies. And he should understand the Midas Until he understands So the first thing is to define the terminology. When it says in the, it's a Mishnah, it says a shlish b'mikra, shlish b'mishnah, shlish b'gemara. Gemara doesn't mean what we have the Gemara in front of us. Anything that we have that's fixed is Mishnah. Now, Torah Peh that we have in a definitive format is called Mishnah. Any time we use our own mind to understand, that's called um, that's that's called Gemara. And the Rambam gives a whole list of things, and we'll try a little bit to explain what these things are. Then the Rambam says like this. 
Ketzad, it says if a person if a person has a job. So for all the people who say that the Rambam says you're supposed to work and learn together, they're right. So the Rambam says, first, if you have a job, you work for three hours a day, and you learn Torah for nine. So that I think I don't think anybody in the coal movement would disagree with that uh, that that's possible. And in those nine hours, you should split it three, three, three. Then he says, calls bametra murim betchilas tamoshadam. This is when a person is beginning to learn. When a person grows in his learning, and he knows all of Tosh HaVsal Tosh and doesn't need to constantly learn it. So he has to keep reviewing Tosh HaVsal Tosh HaVsal shouldn't forget anything. And the rest of the time, he's learning Gemara, based on the breadth of heart that he has, and his, his depth of Seichel, and so on. That's the Rambam. And the, so let's understand what that means. So the Rambam says there are three parts of Torah. Two thirds of those. The learning means getting the material down, which means learning Tanakh and knowing it, learning Mishnah, which includes anything for us that's Piske Halacha. In other words, things that are Kavua, which to us would be Shas and Maipishokharach also. And the rest of the time, once you have that down, the rest of the time you should spend on Gemara, which is um, which is a few all sorts of different things that he mentioned. Let's first understand the the, the, the so that's the tzur of Talmud Torah. Let's understand a little bit the oymik of what's shatnis in the Rambam. When we learn something, we're learning Torah. So we have um, the tachlis of learning Torah in a minor way, is to know what to do. So how do you, if I need to take a little of an asterisk or build a sukkah, I need to know what to do. So that's one reason for it. But in that world, all it is, is a chetimz of a mitzvah. You've seen the Bach in the, in, in, in the Alishur. The second reason is that the Asek in Talmud Torah itself leads and binds a person to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The only thing that we have in common, so to speak, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the only area that we can say we overlap, we don't physically, we can't physically connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no physical HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Emotionally, it's also not something that, it, 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 no, doesn't, doesn't, there's no connection in that sense. But, in, 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 in Das, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Megalotas HaChachma and said, this is my Chachma. And when you share in it, you connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, there's a, there's a trick here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chachma would be infinite. But you can't give an infinite Chachma. You can't give an infinite amount of Sfarim. Um, this world doesn't have place for it. 
so, so how did it happen? And more than that, if if you were even if you're able to give an infinite amount of material like this, then since everybody knows only part of it and bits of it, people don't really understand, and 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 are not able to connect Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So what exactly? What did Hakadosh Baruch Hu do? So the answer is, he gave us a finite Torah with an infinite amount of depth that leads on and on. Every step has a step before it and a step afterwards. And the infinity of Torah lies in the Oymek Shabbat. So just like, let's, let's take an example of science. Let's take a physical example in the world of science. Um, we can sit down it doesn't need us. A few thousand years ago, people sat down and described the physical phenomena that they notice. Aristotle put together almost all physical phenomena that we observe, and as a reasonable presentation in broad strokes. What's happened since that time is a much better understanding of the mechanism behind that, and the mechanism behind the mechanism, and the mechanisms behind those mechanisms. You know, when we keep probing, what we're doing is actually understanding the mechanism at a more detailed level, at a more rooted level, and so on. So the Akadosh Baruch Hu's connection of Chachma, here is, here is the, is the Nekuda flaw. He needed to give us something that, on the one hand, we can wrap our hands around, and that's called finite, so that just like a, a, a great general science course, will give you the broad strokes of all Chachma and as you, as you keep moving forward you're going to understand the depth, the details and, 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 and the branching out of that which you have in the Shairish. Sakharish Baruch gave us a Torah that includes Torah Shebek Sav, Torah Shebek the finite Tereshebeksav starts at Breshis, ends at Dainei Koyisrael for Chumish, and ends with whichever Ksuvim you want to end with, and that's the end of Tereshebeksav, period. That has a Gvul, obviously. Tereshebeksav also has a Gvul. The Balatanya says, again, this is probably, it's, 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 it's his Shita, that the requirement to know Tereshebeksav is to know every Pasek in the Torah with the drushes, the chazal darshan halachas from it, like the safron, sefri, and so on. That's that's the type of, 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 of information that you need to have. In other words, the the, the basic shrushim of tarshvalpeh. We can go weiter, and we could say a person needs to know all the basic halachas from A to Z, which the Rambam probably Mishnah Torah felt that that's what he did. Rambam Mishnah Torah feels that way. So, so if a person learned the Liber Rambam the Mishnah Torah and he knows it. Um, he's Yaitza the first two. Where is he going to spend the rest of his life? So he will spend it going further and being misamic in it. And that Hamaka is the Etzim. It, it's Ke'ilu, all of Torah that we have in front of us is the Hechetimtza to, to know it as it is, to know the, the, the opening, the doorway. And then we move forward and we keep going. 
what are some of the examples of his iyun? So let's let, let me add one more nekuda that the Balatanya adds. He's and it's really in a certain sense in the Rambam it's it's also mashnaway. In the world of Agadita, the what we call Pnimius Atira is the Gemara of the Agaditas. In other words, how that reaches to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, understanding the depth and the depth behind the depth and so on at infinitum is the is the Mahalach of Hamaka in Agadita. Um, I want to um, I want to be a little bit medactic what the Ramam says. There's a term used in the world of Pneumius of Tyra that's called Hishtalshalus. Hishtalshalus means that things came from other things. Kajprochu created a very ruchnistic world of which a, a more physical world was born, of which a still more physical world was born, and so on, and we can identify each stage as an, a separate entity. That type of progression is not different than our type of cause and effect the way we understand physical phenomena. There's a shayrish, there's a result, a siva and a masayvev, and that creates something else and something else, something else. The, the understanding of how it works is to go the other direction. I see a chayfiz in front of me, to understand the step that preceded that, the step that preceded that, the step that preceded that, so on and so forth. So when the Rambam describes here what exactly is Gemara, he says to understand the shayrish of the things we have, where they come from. How did we learn this halacha from this pasik? Which inyan is this halacha shayr to? And which inyanim are akin to it? That's analogy. And what are the resultants of this halacha? Where is this halacha going to? What comes out of that? Those are the three main ways of describing what Ion is. So Ion is taking the halacha that we have, like a still picture in front of us, and beginning to understand me'ayin and la'an, and, 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 and the branches of it. Everything, anything that, that is a Dvar Chachma has in itself a Sherish, a Hemshech, and parallels. So the, the Etzim Talmud Torah that is Shayach to a person is Gemara, which means the Hamaka and the Iyun of the Torah that we have in front of us. And like the Ramam says, this uniquely fits every person. Kefi Roch of Daitoy. And 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 that's the yishuv daitek, and yishuv daitek. So if we ask ourselves, what is the, the, the what is eun? Eun is this process. Now, there is a much earlier stage of eun that's important to understand. Um, that, that's become the bread and butter of what we do in yeshivas. Let's take an example. Um, a person is a Gemara. What does Dvar mean? Dvar means that something that's, that, that you didn't say it doesn't count. 
That's what the Gemara says. The, um, the, I, I guess once upon a time, Ian was to produce examples where it does work, where it doesn't work, and to answer. In some places it works when it, this is true, sometimes it doesn't work when this is true. Sometimes this, sometimes this, sometimes this, sometimes this. Reb Chaim's derech, which was a chiddush, but today that's our bread and butter, went with the following assumption, or this was the following axiom. The real problem is, when you say the words Zvarshavim and Dvarim, you don't know what you're saying. What does it mean? Does it mean, like Taisa says, because you didn't say it? Or does it mean um, as long as you don't say it? What happens if you can't say it, like Taisa says? Is this a klal in Dine Mamanus when you're dealing with two people, and therefore what you have in mind doesn't hide the other person? Or, is this, or, or, is, or, or this means in any halacha, nothing can be hal, even if I make it stuck or whatever it is. We say, we tend to say klalim, and we don't ask ourselves, Yemavatl the get. What part of the get are Yemavatl? We Yemavatl again. Where does it come from? What kind of halach is that? It's not only for some abstract um, kind of a, a kind of amkus philosophy. You don't understand halacha unless you can sharply define it. And many mistakes come up when you don't do that. So a guy will come along and say. Can you count spheres not in your mind? So someone comes and says, It might be an amaratsis. It has nothing to do with personal mitzvahs. It has nothing to do with the world of mitzvahs. Is it, maybe it's only shayat to din Reb Chaim's point was, if you don't define things crisply, then you, you are messing up, and you don't really have an understanding of what you're saying. And people will say things, and then they'll apply it wrong because they never they never sharply defined it. So, so Reb Chaim's Derech Halimud was the way he understood it. My assumption is before the Rambam, his Derech Halimud is that until you don't know what you're talking about, Lo Marshal, Moshe said a Shegotayra on Hirur and 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 Dibur and Krishna. Does, uh, so I added not terribly great analogy of Dvarim Shabalev. Does it have any shaykhs or not? Um, you know, is, is, is it, it's, it's very different. Um, when you need pair, in the, in the, when the Torah says you have to say Krishna, is it, is it a Maisa or is it Dafka Dibur? All of these are questions that go into defining it. The Klal is you can never make a statement, especially if it's written, without leaving yourself over to a certain ambiguity. You don't know exactly what you said. So unless you, you tease it apart, you ask yourself, what is the kind of halacha is it? Where does it come from? When you're being a vatla get, is it because you need your das and ratzen? Is it because he's your shliach? Is it because there's some sort of din of dibur, that if you make a halacha, you can break it before it happens? Where is this halacha coming from? It, w- to what area does it belong? It, it, Torah is not a bunch of halachas stuck together. There's an organic system. And without clarifying these details, you really are helpless. You know the words, you know the, the, the root halacha, but you don't have an idea of how to apply it anyplace. And, and therefore, it was, um, 
and, and therefore Reb Chaim came along and Reb Chaim's, was, Reb Chaim's Mahalach learning became the bread and butter of yeshivas. Okay, bread and butter of yeshivas because there was a sense that this is not just <coughs> asking questions and answering them, it's, it's going down to get the very basic definition of it. A third element that, that so, so, so let's take the two Yisraelistic elements. One level of Iyun is to really be able to crisply define what you've learned. And without that, you really haven't learned anything. You know terms, you know an idea. So if somebody comes along and says, what's the answer I've learned? It means that things that you don't say don't count. And say, okay, what are we talking about? Under which cases? Why? Um, what if he can't? What if this? What if that? It, 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 you, so you basically have words without, without defining it and pinning it down. You don't know what you're saying. That's one diagram of Iyun. The second diagram of Iyun, which is what Dharma says, is it's not there to define the halacha as much as it's there to help you learn. Because Talmud Torah Be'etzim is to be choyke and doyrish after the Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Talmud Torah is. And the way that you do it is, is, by, is by, keeping, by, by keeping following that rope um, you know, further, 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 further. It's a pathway. And every time you have, somebody once said about physics, it's a series of never-ending black boxes. And, and there's a lot of amethyst. Now they have it. Now scientists have the system of uh, this, this. They have it down, and now we have the following picture of 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 what the most basic particles are. That's great. Now take a deep breath, and let's talk about each one of these basic particles. What caused it to be a where it's come from? And you'll spend time, and you, you'll come up with a theory of of a step further, and two steps further, and so on. You'll you'll keep doing it. So, so the, the oymek of Talmud Torah, the way it should be, is the hakira, the drisha, that's really endless, because that is what Talmud Torah is about. In yeshivas, they have, with a great relish, adopted it, because they found it to be um, actually engaging. Bachram like it a lot. When you have to sit and memorize a masech, the backwards and forwards, chazer 80 times, and, and tell me what's on what page, and you know, when you put a pin through, um, for some people, they find that Definitely, they find that kind of challenging, uh, but but uh, most people it's a turnoff, especially when universities started becoming open and a scholar started keeping in, and people compared rote learning to to, to, to intellectual um, analysis, and they found it wanting, and the yeshivas by by stressing this was able to really draw in um, people. And even today, a, a young Bachel who's good at it and enjoys it, it's extremely exciting. It's exciting, it's engaging, and so forth. The problem is, A, for somebody that doesn't have an easy time with it, so it becomes difficult. And for people who skip out on the first part of learning, they know how to say Asfara, but they don't know what they're talking about. You know, so it's like, uh, it, it's, it, I, you know, he can clear all the... I, have a fr- I had a friend of mine, who went to Rebel Yashiv with a Shaila. It was like a moment, something like that. Whatever it was, he didn't like what Rebel Yashiv paskined. So he, he, so he said, as far as I can, so it's this. And Rebel Yashiv looked at him and he said, my dear young man, he said, you're a Goyen Svara and an absolute Amaretz in Gemara. It's a Mishnah and Bamitzia, and this is Perik, this is stuff, and then, you know, and, and, you know, go back and learn it, and, 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 and that's it. 
Um, so they didn't have a problem with that. But, but basically, it's, it's tachlis was there to give a person the tam in it. And, and as a person progresses, he really begins, you know, this is, this is learning it, when I'm learning it for the eighth time, the ninth time, tenth time, it opens up a lot more. I begin to understand the different starting of it, and, and uh, I see more and more in each Indian, each time that I learn through an Indian and so on. Any questions? Yes? Well, the it that we have to understand is the Bikis. You know, that's the thing we're trying to understand, is the Gemara. So, so we need to know. Somebody once, I had a Rebbe who, in my mind, he was my demus of, of a perfect Rebbe. Somebody who was, in every way possible, a very shuckle person. I've mentioned that many times. And once in a, in a setting, you know, somebody asked him, is Bikis more important or Ian more important? So he asked me, so he, so he said, when a carpenter comes to your house, What's more important, the materials or his knowing how to do the job? The answer is, it, it doesn't make a difference. Either the two that he's missing, he can't make the cabinets. If he doesn't have wood, he's not going to make cabinets. If he doesn't have what to do with the wood, he can't make cabinets. So, so he said, learning means that I can take a sukya and I can understand it and so on. So, so the Ramam Seder is, you need to build up, uh, there's a chiyof that a person should learn through his life the basic and know it. Um, and I guess I don't think knowing means a pinprick. That means, you know, it's like material that you know. And, and, the, and then at some point, the majority, until that point, a chilek of his time he should spend on Ian. From that point onwards, he, he, he should spend almost all his time on Ian. Because that's what the learning is. Once I have the material down, now I need to keep moving forward. So, so the big picture, it's like science. If, if, if there are pieces of information you're missing, then, then you're going, then making the laws in the Klolem is going to be terribly, terribly crippled. You're making a klal about certain things where you don't know, you're missing data. When you're not missing data, you have the whole picture, you can start going A, B, C, each level of, of, of IMIC behind it. Yes? So, on these inyanim, in other words, the, the, in Kolyas, it doesn't, uh, a, you know, a third means a chilek. I don't think he meant standing with a stopwatch, even though he does p p map it out. It means a chilek. Um, for us, it, the, the, I guess there's, the Gemara says that we, in Talmud Bavli, we have absorbed Tarshav Tarshav Alper. In Yisrael, most kids, you know, we, we learn all day, basically, Kids basically finish Tanakh, some Chedar know better, some they know less. They finish Tanakh over the Kufa of, of their childhood. Uh, Mishnayis, depending also, there is, a, there is a, um, a sense that there's a lot more Mishnayis to know and to learn than there is. If, if you look at the Gemara with the Mishnayis, you basically know all the drushes of the Sakhar and Sufrin. They're pretty much pretty overlap. Not, not a big difference in that sense. So I guess we go with that, with, with the Gemara that says that Bavli is boilo la koil. Yes, Levi. Yeah. 
why do we need to get five new hoppers for, for every point? If, if you could just take sort of, like, uh, the first go-around, sort of, do one, one Nahala, you could sort of cover cover a lot more while, while being Mayan. So, at different stages, in terms of pedagogue, um, I, I, I'll give you most. When, um, when you're learning how to build cabinets, you will learn everything there is to build, even though you don't need it. When, when a Rebbe is trying to teach you how to, so one of the Mahalcha might be, well, look at this. Look at this. I could see it meaning this. I could see it meaning this. I could see it meaning this. And unless you're able to consider a lot of possibilities, you're missing pieces. I'm not saying that it's not abused sometimes, but but there's plenty of room, to, you know, when you show somebody what could be done. So so you look at this and say, listen, this is what Rashi says. This Rashi, the way we see it, can tolerate a few different readings, and and, and you know, and, and all of that is correct. Um, so so in the teaching process, it makes sense that you might encourage that. But it does allow itself sometimes for, to, to be abused. It's not, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, I, I remember people in the mirror, Reb Nachum didn't consider many approaches. Reb Nachum would learn through the sugya with his knech, he would build it into the sugya, he would show you how he got it. If you said differently, if you held your ground and you said, well, he would say, fine. You know, like he might, you know, he, he, he might say, you know, I, I think what you're saying might be better. He might say occasionally, and it made your day and your week and your month. Um, he might say, I hear, but I still don't think this is what Rashi says. Or he might say, you know, you should learn on the Gemara a few more times before you open your mouth. Those are all, those are all possibilities. But people would complain, you know, it's, people would complain about it. They don't hear all the other different Mahalchem that's possible. And they felt kind of very stifled. On the other hand, people come from other yeshivas that had old Zonka, they would be so thrilled. They would say, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not cluttering up my mind with a thousand different hakirs. He's, he's cutting through the circuit the way it should be cut. Yeah, in, in, in the training process, there's room to, to consider different mahalchim. Um, you know, the question is when you stop training and when you start, when did you stop training to learn and when did you start learning? That's, that's the, uh, always the crucial question. Any other questions? Yes. Um, I find like a good method uh, that we do a lot is before we even, I mean, after, or probably after we do Rashi, we always try to see how did Rashi see this in the Gemara? No, I often look at Rashi as just an explanation of the, of the Gemara. Do you think it's probably better just to, first, before you even just sort of translate Rashi to see like the words in the if, if you know the Gemara without Rashi, in other words, somebody taught you the basic Gemara, so fine, you can hold up. Rashi has many functions. Rashi functions as an art scroll. You know, if you don't know what the words mean and the phrases mean, and it's misleading. It does nothing wrong if there's a misleading phrase and Rashi says something, that Rashi is simply telling you shot. But Rashi is also an incredible Mefarish. Rashi is an incredible Rishon. So once you've gone down, and then you have to take a second look at Rashi, or a third look at Rashi, and you say to yourself, you know, Rashi is, is, is adding something that's, that seems to be necessary for Pshat that I don't see how. Why is this necessary for Pshat? That's when you begin to get the feel of the Ion Shabbat. Yes, David. Was there a Shach against the 
you know, I, I, l- let me explain. Uh, what? Yes, if um, it wasn't true that Rav Shach was against the Yid. What did you say? Okay. Um, no, Rav Shach. Let's let's explain what this was all about. Um, in Europe, people learned the Masechta. Um, Rav Shach told me he learned Baba Kama one year in in, in uh, Slavotki. He was seven years old. He said he has it over the Masechta four times. People through Masechta, they would they would um, th- there were no sfarim around. The Meishiva had a nice library, so you could there were two Rashbas in the entire Meishiva, and you had to sign up for a ten minute stint at looking at it. And I have a secret for you: they didn't even have not only no Yitzchak Chachma didn't have, they didn't even have a copying machine. So there was two Rashbas, and that was it. Everybody wanted to look at it. So, so, that was far. so people sat to learn Gemara Ashitaisis backwards and forwards. Chazadit talked about it, yelled about it, or in it. And if they did see Rashba, they would learn it through and memorize it because that was the only way they were able to have it. They would write it down and so on. Um, and they would learn a Masechta Zman, basically. Some better would learn two Masechta Zman. And there was a lot, the Iyun was that there was a lot of back and forth, arguing, explaining, asking Kasha place to place, and so on and so forth. Um, at some point, uh, if you take a look at this forum, Rebbe Ochber says Shurim in Masechtis, to Mem, to Pei, and Rebbe Nochem told me they learned Yavamis, and Yavamis man in, 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 in by Rebbe they got a stuff, Pei, something. If something happened, and in yeshivas in America especially, and then in Israel, People's, it, it was felt that you're not really doing Eon if you're going fast. So people began to slow down. People began to feel that it's, it's you know, the more you say about each Nikuda, all the different I find in how many ways you say it, how many different ideas, and that, that's like real learning. So it almost became a, a, an embarrassment to move further. And what had happened was, it creates a tremendous distortion in every way possible. And in you know, Israel, so, so Rav Shach, um, amongst other reasons, my father-in-law gave his life for that. My father's one interesting shiva was, they should finish a Masechta Zman, Be'iyun. And Be'iyun meant not looking at every Achram. You know, you didn't look. At, and Rav Shach told me, I, I went to Rav Shach when my son, I, I went to Rav Shach four times in my life. Twice were like public things I was involved with that needed his achra, and twice my two sons got bar mitzvah, so I was able to get in. I had, you know, because my father was able to, to go in, and I, I didn't know him personally. We, we sat with him. So it, it, one of my children, he told, you know, the main thing is just sit and learn and chazer and keep chazering, and that's important. So I asked him about is it true that that the derech halim would change, that people are much slower than used to, and he went off on a rampage. And he said, it started with Amaratsa, people that didn't cover that amount of learning, and so on and so forth. And he felt, he told me, what's the, the issue is all this farm they brought into base Medrash. He said about his own farm on the Rambam, he said, it doesn't belong in the base Medrash with Bachram. He said, I don't allow it in front of the base Medrash. My Aviyasri. He said, it's a safer for you, Gaman, it's safer for the house, it's a safer you look at it if you want to look at an Indian. You don't learn, you don't learn the sugars with Aviyasri. Um, and the mir that was the Mahalach. So, Rav Nochem used to be annoyed that we didn't cover much, but I'll tell you, in Azman, in Baba Basra, we got 
Tulamid Hecha Sabbatim. And Rabbi was annoyed that we didn't get into the fifth parak, which he had done, that he gotten that far once. He's talking about a winter's month. Um, in, in, um, uh, what do I remember else? In Ksubis, we got well into Elonairus. I remember that. In Yavamis, we got into the fourth parak in Yavamis. It was a longer winter, I think it was the Ibiyah. We got into the fourth parak, and he said, he said everything, and looked up everything. He didn't say the only the only achronim that he would talk about was and he would say, you know, it's, he would learn through the sugya the way he understood the sugya. <coughs> if he found what he liked a different sefer, he would say, you know, the, the way to, to learn through the sugya is an akuda, which I think that's what some sefer says, you know, and whatever that's, that was his feeling was that some sefer said, and he and he said it. <coughs> but and, but he, but he, it, it wasn't that was the prat you're learning by him. You're learning by him because you're learning yivamas with him. You're not going through all this. Story. That was, and it would, you know, it was considered. And he kept a relentless pace. You had to keep pace, and and know it. So it became changed. It became distorted, and it becomes counterproductive in many ways. It first of all, instead of people getting a certain feast, a certain mahalach, they just get a lot of tons of of hakirs become meaningless at some point, and and they also forget that they're supposed to know something. They're supposed to be able to come away with knowledge. Um, it, it, you know, the depth of knowledge requires, it's like, it's, it's nice to have a very deep swimming pool, but if the swimming pool is a foot by foot, then, then being deep is not a big mile. That's what he was against, that, that Iyun. But his whole safe is Iyun. His, his whole mos was, Rav Shach was very deep. Rav Shach was very, he had a lot of depth in I heard him say Shem Balbati once, in, they had Yavikal in part of it, and um, he was like sponge the counselor. It was, you know, Yachikala was Balbatim came uh, between Tisha B'Av and Rosh Chodesh El to learn in the yeshiva. And all the yeshiva said, sure for them. And Rosh Shach said a shir on for them. They were learning shtaris that, that summer. And his shir was, he took an akudah from his yisaitis on shtaris. And it was very deep. It was amazing. But, and, he, and he said it with tremendous passion. And they argued with him. And he, he was looking at so he wasn't against Eon, he was against the, the way it had translated itself to to to, 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 to at that time. I can give you the address of, that, of many any, of many yeshivas, so you can ask them. I, it, it, what happens is it becomes a vicious cycle. It becomes a vicious cycle. Um, Rav Ashar Eli told me many times, he feels his goal is to be off kid. He's the quickest by far. And, and, and uh, you know, and, and it's hard. It, it's like everyone feels if somebody today hears that a yeshiva goes much quicker, he writes it off as a second-rate Bikiyas yeshiva. For, for, uh, it, 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 there's, there's a social reality. And, but... You know, I, I don't buy into it. I'm 60 years old. I don't buy into it. You know, at, at 20, I believed it. At 23, I believed it. And it's, it simply becomes... I, I heard Reb Nochem. They don't come bigger and better Reb Nochem. Um, they didn't need to get that into that. You know, it, it became... It, it's, it's, there's no... If a person learned the sugya, and instead of... Someone told me he brought in a, a bacher to Reb Nachum. This bacher was a bright boy, but learned in a, in a yeshiva in a chazchan. And my, my friend, Rabbi Hartman, brought him in, and he said, No, um, say something. So he said, What did you learn? Learn ksubis. What did you learn in ksubis? So they learned the second peirik. 
Okay, so they started with Shtaris. No, no, where did you get up to the end of Shtaris? So one Zman they did from Yates to Chavgimel Chavdala. So Nachal said, no, I guess it's the cream of Shas. So say something. Pixar. So he started saying, and then the guy said, you know, my Rebbe said so many Svaris on this thing that I'm all confused and I don't know what to say. So my poor friend of Hartman wanted to bury himself. He said, you know, he said, Reb Nachum said, no, and just, you know, let him go, and that's that. But it's, it's not, it, it isn't, it, if it wasn't for the pressure that everybody else is doing, everybody else is doing, it becomes a vicious cycle. Rev Shach told me, I'll tell you the words he told me. He said, it started with American Magadishurim because they're Amaratsim. They don't know more than a dozen blood. So, so they can't say share more than that. And they mainly have to keep the Bachim tied to it. And th- those are the words he told me. Uh, you know, I, I remember it because I was kind of stunned. You know, <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, I, I, I was shocked. Uh, he, he said, I have no idea. He didn't tell me names. I, I, I assure you, he was Nisra Lashahara. He, he told me, he said, I don't stand, you know, my, my, my father told me, a friend Prochansky said a blotch in the mirror. It does before my time, it's before my time. He said, he said approximately a blot a day. It, but, but again, it means that all day you're into it, it it's already in a place like the mirror. Bachem and had learned it already once or twice before. They knew the Masechta pretty well. And they were learning it a third time. And they went. But it means picking the important pieces, understanding the, the nakuda of the sugya, not asking questions. Not do with the sugya, um, you know. It, it, it's my, my. I have a cousin of mine who opened the yeshiva in Israel, like in the early 70s, and he asked Reb Nachum as a favor that he would come once a week and say, tell him over to Shekhlo, and so say Shekhlo once a week. And that's the market of yeshiva. So Reb Nachum was very gracious. Reb Nachum was always very giving. So he said, yeah, sure. So he came the first week. He told him on. On, on the on the taisvis of of, of Eichzim and, and and so on and so forth, Reb Nachum was listened. He said, "Fine." The second week he came, and on Amid Beis, Beis on Beis, the Gemara there asks, "Well, let's ask the Meicha who gave him the money." Um, so 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 Taisa speaks a little bit about is the Meicha Nemo does when when he doesn't have it when he has it. The Gemara says when he has it doesn't have it. So he's had a share prepared on the monies of the Meichel. So Reb Nochem told him, it's, it's, it's actually a surprising institution. The, the, so Reb Nochem told him, this is not the place to learn it. He said, just like a Rosh Hashiva's job is to teach a Bochel where to say, it's Rosh Hashiva's job to teach a Bochel where not to say. And he said, for Bochel to, to sit over here and be done on that Indian is wrong. Rav Ashayeli many times in his share says, um, when you see something in its right place, it's a different lichtekeit. When you see the whole Indian, there's a sugya. Sometimes the Gemara brings something agav urcha. Sometimes a person, sometimes it's brought, but you can't know it without other places. Rabbi Nachman would say in Shem many times, I remember, he would say, this is places where, you, where we need to, it's a places that we need to understand more, but since we don't really have all the information, because without knowing Ayn Hay, you won't know it here, this you'll have to leave for when you're learning Ayn Hay. That's the place to see it. That was, he knew Ayn Hay. He could say, he would say on everything. He would say, you know, in some Gemara's, he would say on tires and this and that. He, I mean, it wasn't uh, hard for him to say, but, but he kept a very clear, so that's, that's the, that is the way to learn. I mean, that's my Messiah's, and that's, in British they learn quickly. I mean, it just doesn't translate, because it's in Kachim, so it isn't, there aren't that much. I mean, you, they say, they say, they stell, they, they learn up, and they go. You know, there's not, it's not a, 
there aren't that many farm in Qatar, many Rishayim, there's much, much. But, but that's a, a certain surah. And, and, uh, so, so yes, a young Bacha in America, Bacha who's just starting to learn Gemara, you can't go fast, because you can't do more than that. When you first teach somebody a music of a Svara, there's also, there's room to say, it's like when you learn how to play ball, so you, you do slow motion, you, you know, you hold the bat, and you slowly swing it, and this and that. But that's not what a ball game looks like, and, and, and it, there should be a fairly quick process when, when you move it forward. It's not, it's, it's not, a, it's, it's not a, a derech to, when even though those things are brought down in the Gemara Agav, that when you go ahead and you expound on them, you... Sometimes people can, can build these you saw it in a in a, in a certain nakuda that they, they'll never touch. They're never going to touch. They'll it. never, never touch, touch it because they don't have a sheifa to learn more. It, it, it's, so it, you're always losing whatever you're not seeing. I, 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 the, 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 the hallmark of a talmud chacham. Um, if if uh, if somebody were to ask me, in this conversation, Rebbe, you mentioned Reb Nachum. Where was Reb Nachum born? That guy. Is, is not as low line as they would say. We're like, like, hey, I, there wasn't. If I was telling about Reb Nachum and we were talking about Reb Nachum, and somebody asked me where was he born, that that question is 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 is, is a shail of a chacham. If somebody would now ask me where was he born, then 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 I would try to figure out what the joke is. I try to figure out like, like, like you know, I, I must have missed the punchline somewhere because nobody's that off. We're learning a sugya. Yes. Now you so It's the first question of yours I've heard that's mamish to the. <laughs> I remember there was once in the mirror, there was a guy that came in on Shabbos. And a guy came in and, and, and uh, he stole like a lot of tape recorders and stuff, whatever. Kids are so much at Shabbos, there was a whole bunch of him called the ear, and I was talking, and, and guys were standing around, and they saw a guy coming in, and they think he loved hearing you. There was a Siddish Abacha there, an Englishman, very to me mistake. He walks by like the, a huddle of guys, like figuring out, you know, a whole, and they ask him, um, and he says, What's going on? They said, There was a guy here. Well, he says, The Tsiyanim with their terrible chinuch, look what they did to Kalisol's Kindelach. <laughs> so there's one guy standing there, he says, ah. He says, you know, we all missed the boat. He, he, he got the Nakuda in the same <laughs> he, he hit home and the Nakuda. Der Chachma is that, you know what the point is? Yeshoel Ke'inyan. So if the Gemara mentions in, in, in this structure over here, you don't have any information. So to run off on a side piece means you're leaving the main sugya and forgetting about it. And you, it, it, it's like, I don't want to use a much like that, but you know, a balchai that you train to do something, you have to train him be'ikah not to run after side things. You know, if you, if you wanted to do X, Y, Z, it midarach chachma is that there's a clear structure, and it's not a mess. So, 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 so that that is very much a, 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 what the chinuch for should be. They did the fast being what they do because also. I'm sorry. When they did the be'ikah. Like no, no, there was there was a, a halukah. There was they would learn two in yonim, but 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 they learned it like each one was like seven hours, eight hours. That was it. It was and and, and take a look at Rabbi Ber. How much Torah do we have from Rabbi Ber? Do we have what Rabbi Ber said? This is what he said once a week, and and he took around the Indian 
And that was it. That was the main Indian. There were other Indians. They didn't take around. And there was no makram to, to, to go into everything. And, and certainly not Zeitgeist, because it's, it's, it's a certain level of depth across the board that you tackle an Indian and, and you see that it's hot. And so on. Uh, look at all this for him. There's no, there's nothing like. Uh, Alumnus is not asking many questions with many terms. You know, if somebody has a seder in what's Shabsi Frankel's mafter called? I forgot what it's called. Uh, what? Brother Shabsi. Having a seder that doesn't make you a London. It's a, it's a Givaldica sefer as a reference. But, but it's something to learn it from cover to cover. I mean, he would be walking, it's a chachma, but it wouldn't be a chachma. You know, it's like, there's, no, there's no chachma to it. Chachma is not memorizing. Chachma is picking the right nekuda, that this is the main point of the surgeon, and, and this is something which, part of the chinuch that Reb Nochem gave was, where to spend time to, I, I'm not, I would ask him a question. Sometimes he would say, not bad, and, and he, he wouldn't want to pursue it. Sometimes he would say, you know, he would, he would spend time with me. And, and there was a certain chinuch, like, fine, you asked a nice question, it's nice, move on. It, it's not something to dwell on. There's, there's nothing productive with it. It's not going in a place. And sometimes you would say, you know, this is really, this is a, a central nikud over here. And, and you know, and, and, he, and he would spend the time going back and forth. That, that was the, you know, I'm, there may have been other opinions about what's it, but Lekul Alma, that was the, it can't be Metzias, where people are learning their entire lives in Kailo, and, and, and they haven't learned it all, you know, because of... It, it, if somebody come along and say, we're so right and all this, who can't, I can't buy into it. I can't buy into it that when people today learn for 80 years, and they still haven't learned anything at this pace, it, it doesn't make any sense. And even people going out, a realistic expectation. There's a chinuch to learn how to think, how to say, and look at Rebbechanan's farm. Look at all his farm. It wasn't a yam. You know, Rebbechanan wrote, I mean, he didn't write much. He wrote Kovitz Horus. Talmidim wrote Kovitz Horus. But, but you can get a sense of how much he said in a, on a sukkah. Now, Rebbe Besset, Neymar Shimon. It wasn't, you know, he wrote Shari Yashar. Yashar was a life's work. It wasn't Shurim that he said in Shiva. The Shurim of Shimon, but he said in Shiva. So, on an Indian, he would say once a week, a, a, a deeper Nikudim. When a lot of these farm different Nikudim, did people take take from the central Nakuda and then stick it into the Aga of Gemara? Into they, they did whatever they did. It depends. Each person, each person took what he wanted to, and and it's it's up to each person. So some people, if you, if you want it impressive, you, you're very thorough. And and Razer Shab said the Tachlis of Mafteh and the Rambam in in Frank's Rambam is to make available to you any safe about any cash that you can find, which is great. That's, that's called a mafteach. It's not called, a, you know, so, so if a person gives all the information like that, it's not a mailer. It's, it's, you know, it's just like the internet. It's not a substitute encyclopedia. Internet is, is a chisarin. An encyclopedia, a good encyclopedia, Britannica was a encyclopedia that was edited by big people in a field who made sure that the information you had was correctly laid out and as correct as they could do it. And depending on each encyclopedia, it was up to the, the, the caliber of the people to do it. And in, in, in the internet, you have anything that was ever written about it with no afchana of where the information belongs, the value of the information, the relevance of the information. It's there. 
the, the only thing, you know, the only thing that they put a lot of work is which ads would appear when you found something. That's packaged with a lot of chachma, irrelevant, and, 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 and so on and so forth. But, but the goof is, so, so when a person sees, when a person gets this information, internet, internet has, it has given us a lot of, it has given us tons of junk, but it hasn't given us, uh, imagine, you know, imagine you go to an old-time hardware store, and you come in and you say, you know, I have such and such a machine, um, and I had a screw fell off. Could you give me a screw? And the guy says, what machine is it? It's like, ah, no, the suit. here's the screw that works. And then you walk into Home Depot, and you get a box of 9,345 different screws. <laughs> it, it's, it's wonderful for the same price, but, 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 but you don't know which screw has to fit into the machine. You know, it, it's, it's not, Chachma is the Seder Advarim, and the Tzuras Advarim. And, 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 you know, and, 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 the, and, and the, uh, the, the, the picture, clawless. The way they would do it, they would not in just one To the best of my knowledge, they would learn tulimudim. They didn't have a shem, those was ikalim, unless, they didn't, they didn't use the words, um, bikiyas and iyam. To the best of my knowledge, they would learn, they, they learned the Buddha say, how much fun did they have? They had Gebar they had access to a Rajba, and maybe Ramban. Anarik Vega. That was, that was the sperm they had. You know, like I'm telling you, in the, in, in the as a story, which was called, that was the library of the Meishiva, you had to sign up for the Rajpa, for 10 minutes of Rajpa use. So, so, so what difference was there? It started, to my for my rebellion, I never heard Ian Bekias. It used to be called a Tzvaita Perek. No, that's Tzvaita Perek. That was what it was called. It wasn't the the, the music of Yimbikis was was in, in 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 Hungarian yeshivas, they had um, a shir and in the, their Ian was sugyas. They would learn a sugya, chazi shir, this that. They would learn all the gemaras all over that shaykhistit, and and they learned it for a long time. And then they would have a shir yasha in in, in, in gefes, marashitaisvis straight. So there was a halukas akin maybe to Ian Yimbikis. So the Ian was to go through. That, like every Zman, they would have a few weeks dedicated to Sugis. They had the, you know, in the Hungarian Shivas, they learned Chulin and Shabbos and uh, Erevin and Brochus. Those were the main Masechtas that they learned. And that's how they did it. So that was the answer. So maybe that's, that's a forerun of it. I, mean, I, I remember the Musa became, I, I didn't learn in a really Shiva when I went to high school. So it was RJJ. It was, it was like a, it was a very high school, high school. It wasn't, you know, didn't have two storm. It had one Seder. And, uh, and at night there would be some Bachim learning. So, so, so people organized Bekiyas say that. So I do remember the words Bekiyas. But, but I, don't, I don't know in Europe. I never heard from, from the people in Europe there was a Bekiyas say It was always, even the murals, it was, they would say, Nachmittag, what parak learned Nachmittag? In the morning at night they learned one parak, and Nachmittag in the afternoon they learned another parak. That was, that was the, the, the way it worked. And they was always yelling that they were learning too slow and they don't know anything and it's not good and it's wrong and it's, that, that was a, a constant refrain that you know but uh, would Rabnachum ever mention a Sefer an Achran okay there were a few famous there was a famous Kashan Chemdas Shloimer that he said to two or three places there was a Chemdas Shloimer that was known at this that but that was it there was nothing else in, uh, and look at Chedush Rabnachum it's a very Chedush Rabnachum is a very good sense of what the Shia was like um, you know, take a look at how he deals, what topics he deals with, how much space he dedicates. It, it's his bloodshed. It, it's a very, it's a pretty good rendition of it. Al Capone, you know, listen, 
we should learn well. It's also, you know, I'm not saying, I'm talking about places where they really learn very seriously, but it, it, it just becomes somewhat meaningless. But again, so let's, let's go back just to wrap up the points. There's a level of eon that you don't know what you're talking about unless you can ask yourself basic questions. What do you mean, what's the reason for it? Where does it apply to it? And what's called, how do you define Dvaram Shabalev? And what if somebody says something but it's not clear? Is that called Dvaram Shabalev? It was basically defining something so that you can, that you have a working definition. That's an eon. To ask yourself, what does Rashi say? And all these things, those are eon that basic tools for learning and knowing what you're learning. Then there's a second level where uh, when a person knows plus minus everything, the person keeps growing by going more deeply into it. And you can always keep going further and further. Um, in, in, and, and that itself, the way Rama explains it, is the atzimus of Talmud Torah. That's Talmud Torah when you've gotten, when you have the basics down, this is the endlessness of Torah. Um, and, and the Rama spells out all the different things you can do with it. To be choyke, there's the shashay halachis, the medame mulsa mulsa, and and the and the things that come out of it and the, and, 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 and understand the midas, understand how the gemara got to its point. In other words, understanding on, uh, behind the gemara. That's the that's the atzimus of Taira. Okay, we should learn. No matter what, we should learn. Um, okay.